Hey there, sit down, make yourself comfortable, and grab a cup of tea. Welcome to the 53rd episode of Tasty. Thanks for tuning in. This week, I am thrilled to be joined by my amazing friend, Mati. We came together about four years ago over a shared interest in Grey's Anatomy and hosting movie nights together at our houses. And since then, we have started a podcast together called Our Point Is and embarked on several other projects. Today, you'll get to know the lovely person Matilde is and gain insight on how she does it all. Thank you, Mati, and welcome to TST. Hi! I have wanted to invite you over to the podcast for such a long time, and I'm so excited that we're finally doing it here. We are recording this episode side by side, which is so exciting. I'm so excited. <laughs> this is the first time we record exactly. anything. Exactly. Yeah, because like, even with our own pod, like our podcast together, we always record it like virtually because it's just easier. Yeah. So it feel it's really different to be recording like side by side and to be able yes. to actually see each other. So I'm really excited for this episode, and I love the topics we're going to be discussing. I feel like it's something like a bit more like personal in comparison to what we discuss on our other podcast because we sit down and talk about a specific like topic but today we're going to be talking more about like you who you are and like our friendship and all of that so I think it's going to be really awesome for everybody to get to know you a little bit better and I just can't wait so let's get started For this week's tea talk, Mati brought me a super nice tea. So Mati, tell us, what is it? It is a, uh, I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's like red fruits. Yeah. Yeah, like red right. berries. Yeah, Uh huh. for sure. And it's from the brand Tosh. And I love the packaging because, you know, in like a tea bag, like it's not the cheap tea bag, but it's like kind, it's not silk, but it's like the bougie material of the tea bag. Like it was like that. It's like a little mesh. Yeah, exactly. And it smells divine. It's like, I would wear that as perfume, honestly. It smells so <laughs> good. <laughs> like even when we were walking back from the kitchen, my mom was like, that smells so good. And it really does. And as for the mugs, Matthew, why don't you describe the mug you're drinking from? I am drinking in like a black with gray and gold details mug it's a little heavy <laughs> and it's like a short mug it's yeah not tall. and yeah yeah it's one of my favorite mugs and since mati chose that black one i also decided to pick a black one and this is the mug that my sister bought at the planetarium and it's black it's got like astronauts floating through space and you can see like the stars behind them so i thought it was super cute and as for our setup we are just sitting in front of my desk you know we've got like two chairs we're chilling we have like my computer in front of us with the nice presentation we designed and yeah i think we're both really pumped for this episode i am so excited about this. <laughs> So as I do with all my guests, we're going to be getting started with a couple of rapid fire questions just to like set the mood and for you guys to get to know Mati if you're not familiar with who she is and just like understand who she is from like a deeper level. I feel like these are some really important questions that can reveal a lot about a person. So first of all, to introduce like our friendship, what is your favorite memory of us? My favorite memory of us is when we used to have movie nights. Yes. And we used to host it, like, you hosted it in your house and I hosted it in my house. Mm -hmm. And we had, a, like, a lot of fun because yeah. they were with our 
friend Inez mm-hmm. and with your sister, mm-hmm. and we used to watch like old kinds of movies. Yeah, like I that was so fun. We should like revamp that up yeah. this year because we would make like a huge list. We'd make like a list of nine movies. Oh my god, I find I found one of those those lists oh my god really yeah and i like <laughs> shoved it in one of my- <laughs> that's amazing because you would make like these lists of like trailers we would find on instagram of like really cool movies yeah. and then we'd get them on like popcorn time or like whatever illegal site <laughs> and it was just so fun we would like order pizza we would like get a bunch of snacks popcorn yeah. and we would do a sleepover i would fall asleep like by the third movie but you guys would have a really like fun time without me <laughs> did you do you remember that time i had like a full-on panic attack when we were watching a quiet place oh my god how could i forget (laughs) no kidding i had a panic attack (laughs) i am horrible for like horror movies i am a terrible horror movie fan but i love them at the same time i'll scream the whole movie but then i'll talk the whole day about it i'm like Mm -hmm. it was so good yeah but you just have to be like get um I mean, I am just like <laughs> that. And if you don't like it, then don't watch horror <laughs> movies with me. <laughs> Period. Okay, well, that's great. I feel like it's a really lovely memory. And it's one of the most like important moments of our friendship. Because that was like, you know, when we started to become friends. And it was one of the biggest bonding experiences. Totally. So, yeah, I really like hold those memories dear in my heart. Next, what, in your opinion, is the best part about life? I feel like the best part of life is the people we love like friends family mentors whatever because they're like what gives um meaning to my life because they're the people i share everything with and i have experiences with so that's what gives meaning to my life and what i think it's the best part of my life I love that. I think that's so beautiful because something that I always think about is how much the people around you shape your view on the world. For instance, like, I don't know, if you do like the same exact thing with two different people, the whole experience will it's be different. totally different. Because like what they say, like the jokes they make, the way they approach situations, I think it's really important. And we are the combination of the five people we spend the most time with. So I feel like the fact that you really are so happy with the people in your life is just beautiful. And we should all aspire to be like that because, I don't know, I feel like company is such a beautiful thing. Yeah. And the way you choose to, like, spread that through your life is really meaningful. And even though I love spending time, like, by my by myself, the most meaningful moments of my life i've been surrounded by the people i love Mm -hmm, that's really important and it's also like making these memories of as you said the most important moments of your life with people by your side i feel like that's so special when something big happens to you like the people who are there to live that with you it just it strengthens a bond in a way that nothing else really does of course so the next question is what's your life aspiration your ultimate goals for life like the items on your bucket list what do you want to achieve i want to be a neurosurgeon yes (laughs) i want to study in canada and and live there and i'm actually like working Mm -hmm. towards that goal right now so i'm feeling really excited excited about it I also want to have three dogs. <laughs> Why three? <laughs> I don't know. I just, I want to have a pit bull. Oh my gosh. 
I feel like there's. I'm never so going normal. over to your house. I'm sorry. I'm too scared of dogs. <laughs> Imagine three of them. <laughs> I want to have also um, um, a golden retriever. Oh my gosh. And I want to have this dog that is a thigh regiback, which is kind of like a hounding dog. They're adorable. I love Adorable. Yeah. Wow. That's so amazing. (laughs) (laughs) You know what's the weird thing? When I do not know, like, dogs, when they're not from, like, like, when they're not, I don't know their Mm -hmm. owners. I'm terrified of them. Really? Like, for example, I take, like, take a lot of walks. Uh And when I'm, like, in my grandparents' holiday house, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of, like, dogs that, like, jump through like the little spaces uh-huh. and i hate like chihuahuas oh my gosh they're so like noisy yeah and they're like threatening to me uh-huh. <laughs> so, they're so annoying so i avoid uh-huh. like parts where i know like <laughs> come through because i'm so scared of them yeah that's literally me like when we went to israel a couple of years ago like the beach was packed with dogs so i was just like swerving and like making curves and like taking longer ways just to avoid getting close to a dog <laughs> but like my problem is with dogs i do not know that's my problem mm-hmm. well the f- like if you know that if you get your own then you'll feel comfortable and like happy around them i feel like god that's i love dogs <laughs> i just want a dog <laughs> and like as for the other parts of your answer i like i associate like neurosurgery so much with you like you are just like you talk about it so much with such passion that i literally like whenever i think of that i am like you immediately come into mind and i know that you're so interested and passionate about that so i definitely like visualize you accomplishing your dreams and the fact that you want to go and study in canada like you're already working for that to get your double degree and you're taking all the courses like with such dedication so i'm really happy that you're like starting to do everything for your dreams to come true that's really Thank impressive you. Do, you know, do you know about the neurosurgery part um we were in ethics class at school mm-hmm. um but like you weren't there because you're not in my group uh but joa our ethics teacher um it was like it was like the introduction to this year and she was like you know this year i want you to find what you want to do with your life because some of you do not know anything about Me. what you want to do <laughs> and, and then she goes and then there's people like matilde who have <laughs> their whole life plan and i was like literally uh, <laughs> i mean I'm yeah sorry. we're polar opposites in that sense but it's good that you like already know what you like i mean i wish i was like that but i feel like it's it it maybe comes from a place like of like anxiety and because i am an anxious planner Mm -hmm. so i have like a planner and i jot down everything like from an assignment to Mm -hmm. what like uh when i have to go out and when we have to record and everything so maybe it comes from a place like that and it's probably not that good but (laughs) i'm fine with it But like i think that even if it does come from that it's something that you're so passionate about and that you really love because like i'm also a bit like of an anxious planner but i feel like with the decision of what i want to do with my life i haven't been able to like get anywhere because i put so much pressure on it that i like i'm scared to make that call i mean it's it's scary because it's like you're you'll be doing that for Mm -hmm. the rest of your life and like what if it doesn't fulfill you what if you don't enjoy it like there is turning back but i would rather like not (laughs) (laughs) but like i feel like definitely like medicine and neurosurgery are like curry like what it's made for me because oh I yeah love totally helping, i love helping mm-hmm, people that's true i love the topics that you touch and like the whole medicine i love mm-hmm. biology i 
like chemistry and yeah you like chemistry yeah i do oh wow that's a shocker (laughs) (laughs) i hate physics with all my soul i love physics i like chemistry no god (laughs) okay and the last question for the rapid fire section is what is the biggest life lesson you have learned you're a really wise person so so i'm really curious for your answer i mean the biggest lesson i've learned is probably that you have to value everything you have like mm-hmm. people and you know the little things because you do not know like where where you'll end up tomorrow that's so true and i feel like everyone has learned that like in the last year mm-hmm. or, or in the process of learning that but yeah yeah i feel like that's really important just being mindful and like enjoying where you are right now in life because at some point in the future you're probably gonna miss it yes like, that's a lovely answer we all <laughs> miss uh 2019 period honestly at the time like 2018 me was, the... was thriving i miss that so much yes i was, that was the so best part happy. of my life yeah and i was so happy in 2018 <laughs> uh-huh. and i was like god i want things to change yeah and now i want to go back uh-huh and the funny thing is we're probably gonna be like in a couple of years reflecting on this moment and gonna be like missing it i mean i'm not sure i'll miss not being able to see people like yeah but i mean like 11th grade you know oh yes for sure (laughs) (laughs) good lord (laughs) i i am so excited about being a senior and i think that's gonna be so happy every day like every day just putting on the jacket yes i i don't sense of fulfillment (laughs) yes like i I never take that thing off no like my mom was like (laughs) do i need to wash it for next week and i was like no mom i didn't go outside my room the whole way (laughs) yeah like like, literally i was putting it in the closet earlier and i was like this feels weird it's always like on me or like on my bed yeah and um the thing is i feel like a lot of girls in our i mean in our class Mm -hmm. Do not, like, get that feeling of, like, oh, my God, it's senior year. I feel so proud every day. Like, every day I wake up and even though it's 5 a.m., I'm like, yes. Exactly. We We made it. We made it. Yeah. We, We are here, finally. Period. So the first topic I want to dive into today is how you are such an excellent team member. I've had the opportunity to like collaborate with Mati on different committees that we work on in school. And, you know, like we planned our first day at school together and like what we were going to do. And we're also in the communications committee. So we like plan the important events and, you know, like communicate with like (laughs) the principal and the directives and everything. And, you know, like we have our podcast together and we're embarking on like so many projects together. And, you know, yeah. And like being in the same class, like I feel like I've really gotten to know how you unravel yourself in a group. And I admire that so much because I feel like in every committee or team that you're in you're always able to like contribute no matter how many people are there to like add your own little flavor like your own little personal touch and just actually like make meaningful impact and that's something i've always like wanted to achieve so i really admire you in that sense and that's why my first question for you is how do you balance contributing to a group which can be so demanding like emotionally and in terms of energy and in terms of time so how do you balance that with your own personal well-being and like setting boundaries and knowing like when to stop and all of that well the thing is um being in so many teams and so many having projects helps me like take care of myself because Mm. i know what things i have to do 
instead of like in vacation when I have nothing to do, I'll just. <laughs> oh my god! Me telling Mati with my eyes to put the microphone closer to her mouth. <laughs> um, I'll I'll just be like laying around in bed yeah. and doing nothing, and mm-hmm. that's not good for myself because you have I nothing start to, like push you, and I start to feel bad. So mm-hmm. when I have actual stuff to do and you know i feel like i'm more productive when yeah. i when i have like a, a lot of uh-huh. and, a, and a lot of projects because you know every project has deadlines yeah. so when i have like those le- deadlines and my planner then i know like how to space myself and i also like have become really um conscious on like getting self-care moments into that mm-hmm. and like being like making sure i have time to exercise every day and to you know watch a movie from time to time with my mom and mm-hmm. things like that so i feel like being in teams helped me yeah. to organize my life yeah i totally agree with that like i'm the same i feel like one of the biggest experiences like things that i've learned is that if you have so many things on your plate that leads you to learn how to manage your time better for, for sure because you know like you have to accomplish all of these things and stuff so you're more careful with your time and if you get to the point where you prioritize self-care like you do you know that that's equally as important and that you also need to like carve out time for that and again i love helping people and i mm-hmm. love so this is really what makes me happy like planning things and helping people and i don't know um doing everything i do yeah it, like it's what makes me happy mm-hmm. and so it really it's also a form of self-care uh-huh. because even though they're my responsibilities they also make me happy and make me feel fulfilled so yeah yeah i think that's really important and i love the way you look at it because you don't see it as obligations just things that are genuinely fun so i think in that sense it doesn't tire you as much or it's not like as dreadful because you genuinely like look forward to it and i really agree with what you said like planning things and events and putting things together like all of that's really fun i feel like it's so underrated but you know the logistical side of things is like really enjoyable and i like being in control of things like, <laughs> I, like, I like knowing what's gonna happen yeah. and why it's it is it gonna happen yeah so. you know like when there are committees in the generation like that i'm not a part of there's always like that little age like i wish i knew what was going on like on the inside yeah <laughs> and i mean also again you also have like responsibilities that you don't like and mm-hmm. like school <laughs> obviously who likes homework nobody <laughs> So it helps me also balance that because I also like have it in my planner. So I I know where to stop. Like I know where to say like I can't be a part of that project mm-hmm. because I'll just over I'll just be over with myself yeah. like <laughs> it's going to be over for me. <laughs> so I know how to put a stop and I feel like that's something I have learned in the past couple of years because mm-hmm. I used to overwork myself. Mm-hmm but now i don't because i learned to like <laughs> no <laughs> yeah i think that's really important like when you have a lot of things on your plate it's inevitable to like not know when to when your limit is you end up like learning that and figuring that out which is so important so awesome and in like that whole idea of you always being able to pitch into a team i'm really curious of how you find a way to help because sometimes i think people like kind of stop themselves because they think like oh i don't know how to do this or i don't know how to do that but even if like whatever it is you always find a way to help so how do you do that 
I have learned that in life, everything's trial and error. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I feel like that has taken a lot of fear out of me. Like, I am not longer scared to give my opinion. Uh-huh. So it's like, this is what I think. And if I'm wrong, that's totally okay. Uh -huh. But this is my opinion and how I would help with this. Mm -hmm. For example, planning the, com the events at school. Yeah. It's always like, you know, maybe they'll say... Uh, yes to this like maybe the principal will say yes to this maybe this is you know good with covid mm -hmm. maybe not it's always like going in blind and yeah yeah i totally agree with that i feel like especially i share that fear like with the girls of our generation which can sometimes be a little bit like feisty like i'm sometimes scared to s express my opinion but I feel like it's really amazing what you say about just building confidence and being able to pitch an idea and not take it personally if it doesn't work out. Yeah, and also I've learned that there's like certain people that will always um, say the same things to everything. Mm -hmm. So I've just learned to not ignore them, but not like give them the power to bring yeah. it down. Because... The, you know like you know there's some people in life that say no to everything so you just have to learn how to not let them bring you down mm -hmm. see you're so wise i feel like <laughs> you've learned all of these things and I'm, that's why i'm so glad to have you here on the podcast to like share all Thank of that you. knowledge because i think that's really true i mean you know sometimes when people are like harsh or you know you, they react in like a negative way i feel like you've learned to not take that personally and to not get offended by it because it really has nothing to do with you yes exactly awesome so along that line of you know like what you've learned and how you've learned to be such a good team member what advice would you give to someone who wants to start taking a leadership position but who's a bit nervous who maybe isn't the most outgoing who's maybe probably shy like what advice would you give to them um you have to be prepared to listen yeah like you have to learn how to listen to people because sometimes we just hear the things but we don't actually like put them in paper and mm -hmm. take them into consideration so you have to learn how to do that you have to learn to be open to other people's ideas you have to learn that you're not always right and that <laughs> is okay you have to be accepting of everybody like you cannot have preferences i mean you can but you cannot let them show like oh my god i want her to be in my team and mm -hmm. not her no you just have to be open and accepting and learn how to work with everybody yeah that's really important i feel like when i started joining teams and stuff like i took criticism really to heart and i didn't i was kind of like you know stubborn and i didn't want to change things but i've learned the hard way that you know if you're contributing for instance in the committee we have for social media in school like we send the posts over beforehand and we all look at them we all make corrections we all like correct the spelling or the design or like the colors and i feel like it's really going in with that growth mindset and being able to listen to what people say and as you said put it in practice and not think that you know you've already got it figured out there's always room to improve yeah there's always room to improve and you know um you have to learn how to take criticism because mm -hmm. there's criticism that's okay and that's constructive and then there's just criticism that doesn't help you at yeah. anything so you have to learn how to really say criticism with this new look and just be happy with it like criticism isn't a bad thing mm -hmm. period i love that 
you are one of the strongest people I know without a doubt. Like you have been through some really tough things and you always show up with a smile on your face. You're always willing to help other people. I feel like you're just so resilient. And even if you're going through tough times, you don't like let that ruin your life. You know, you let that, you know, be one aspect of your life and deal with it in a healthy way. But at the same time, you can show up to other things, continue like being productive and making other people happy and just being like that light. And I think that's absolutely outstanding. So I need to ask you, how do you deal with challenges? (laughs) Again, probably not in a healthy way. I feel like everyone's like, oh my God, you you have gone through so much. You're so resilient. How do you still have a smile in in your face? I'm like, dude, I don't know. (laughs) Idle. I feel like every challenge is different and you just have to wing it. Like, yeah. I mean, there's no, like, a formula, mm-hmm. which there was, but there's not. So ju- you just have to be, like, open to what the universe has mm-hmm. has to give you. And, like, know that there's always going to be, like, that light at the end mm-hmm. of the tunnel. Also, lots of therapy. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love all of your answer. Because I think that... You can never prepare entirely for things that happen in your life. Like, you just can't. You don't know. Like, you can't predict what's going to happen or how it's going to happen and how you need to cope with it. You just kind of learn along the way, you know? I feel like... And that's okay. Like, you don't need to pretend to have it, like, all in order. I I used to... Like, I feel like we've talked about it Mm -hmm. and our point is. But, like, I used to be such, like, a narcotic person when Mm -hmm. when it came to having my life together. Like, I could not, like, one thing could not happen because it would tear my life apart. Mm-hmm. So, when a series of really big bad things happened, mm-hmm. I was like, no, 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 no. And this was, like, in 2018. And mm-hmm. that's why I feel like 2018 was such a good year for me. It was because I learned how to deal with yeah. stuff. I was like, okay, that's not healthy what I'm doing because it's just they're tearing my life apart. Mm-hmm. We have to... We have to work it out, mm-hmm. find a way. And I find it incredibly re- refreshing for me just talking to myself out loud. Yeah. And it's something like in my house, they don't even like side eye me anymore. I'm <laughs> like, I'm talking and, you know, <laughs> interviews with myself and everything. That's such a mathy thing to do. <laughs> and that's just how I work things out. Like, it mm-hmm. puts things into perspective. Oh, hell yeah. Ter- perspective to me because I'm a very, I feel like, when I talk, I everything's so much clearer. For exactly, me. isn't it? Everything like it's from a book I'm reading for mm-hmm. fun to like the worst problem in my life at the moment. Everything like everything I do out loud. Yeah, I think that's so important. And also, like you mentioned, therapy. I think, and we both think everybody should go to therapy. Oh God, yes. It's like such an important resource and tool. And I really love how you're like so open about it and like you know. For a time, like a couple of years ago, I was ashamed of the fact that I like talked to a psychologist and stuff. But now that I'm like back in it, I feel so proud and I love like talking about it. I used to feel like going to a therapist was a bad thing until I realized it was just another doctor. Like we all yeah. go to our checkups. It's okay. Therapy is yeah. okay. That's the way to look at it. Mental health is just as important as, as physical health. Period. <laughs> and I feel like it's kind of 
more important because if your mind is just not yeah. working your body is not working yeah either. you're not going to be able to show up the way you would want to to every aspect of your life i had like a really rough time when I, when i would just put a smile on my face but mm-hmm. i wouldn't like i wanted to jump out of a window uh-huh. and nobody noticed yeah so like when I was in t- a year into that charade, I was like, okay, this is not right. <laughs> I have to stop this. And I talked to my mom and she uh-huh. was like, you're going to a therapist, honey. <laughs> and I was like, uh. but then I realized it was a good thing. Yeah, when my mom told me, like, I think you should see somebody, I was so excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like, I mean, it does, I, I, most of the times see joa uh-huh. our, our teacher <laughs> she's also a therapist mm-hmm. but i also have like a therapist outside of school and my life is going great i mean yeah. we're in COVID, but i'm fine I'm that's happy. beautiful i'm so happy for you thank you you guys i'm so sorry if you can hear like the pitter patter of the rain against the window like we can't control the weather we cannot <laughs> but i hope it's like a nice like a that background would, sound like that therapeutic would be cool if you could control the weather wouldn't it like honestly like i would make it much cooler here in medellin yes for sure like uh-huh. snow sweater weather <laughs> yes <laughs> okay so going back to what we we're talking about as i said like you're always able to separate problems in your life and you don't let one thing control like like blur everything else so how do you separate problems from one area of your life again i i learned that you have to compartmentalize Uh uh-huh like you cannot uh, let one problem you have rule the rest of your life that's so empowering really (laughs) yeah like yeah like just more power to you girl honestly like if you're able to make that distinction because it's it's so it's so much easier to just like be like place yourself as a victim yeah but no that's not what uh, how i look at it i look at it like i have this problem in my personal life but i still you know school's going to like still go on with or without me and Mm -hmm. you know my friends are still gonna go out so would i prefer to sulk in my house or would I prefer to go to school and learn things and be productive? Yeah. Or, you know, go out with my friends. Mm-hmm. And that has really helped. Because it was like, you have the options. You can stay in your house, sulk, cry, which is fine yeah. from time to time. Or you can go out and have mm-hmm. fun. And, you know, the problem's going to still be there, but you probably have rested and yeah. your mind is in a different exactly like it's exhausting to be thinking always about that oh, same problem God. and i feel like i love what you say about finding escapes because like when i was going through a rough time a couple of years ago like school was my safe space when things were tough at home i would look forward every single day to just like get out of the house and you know even if it wasn't like the best you know just to learn and get distracted and knowledge like that was my security blanket School is a safe place, and I mm-hmm. feel like it should be a, so- a safe place for everybody. It really should. And I'm not saying, like, I find these escapes, and then I just neglect the problem. But mm-hmm. you have to learn how to compartmentalize that. Yeah. You know, just find these escapes and have fun and, you know, forget about it for a little while. But then go and solve it. Yeah, like, do the so- work. Yeah. I love that. So, you know, taking into account that, you know, the last couple of years, I think, have entailed, like, a lot of growth for you. Um, what advice would you give to your younger self? 
Well, first of all, I would tell myself to enjoy life, mm-hmm. to you know do the things she wanted to do because period. I was for a long time doing some things that I didn't want to do, and that uh-huh. really affected like my mental health mm-hmm. and even like my physical health. Mm-hmm. So enjoy life, do what you want to do, um, go out with your friends. Don't stay yes. in like all Friday nights. You can mm-hmm. go out. You can uh, study. Can can wait. Honestly oh god yeah like i think the same for me like i remember like seventh grade like i would i studied so much and like yeah my grades were amazing but you know like i feel like i i i all my life i had like this fear of going like below four in uh-huh. our grades because four my, out of five yeah because my parents always were like you know we prefer if you have good notes yeah and in this household we <laughs> have good notes <laughs> so when when i like failed an exam they were like why did you fail it they they never like reprimanded me yeah because they know if i like i know if i study then everything's okay mm-hmm. because you know everyone makes mistakes everybody makes mistakes <laughs> I've, i thought of <laughs> the same thing but like i was so scared that i didn't let myself enjoy school and enjoy life mm-hmm. so i just i had to learn that it was okay getting the occasional yeah bad note Mm -hmm. and even now my notes aren't that great Mm -hmm. and i just had to like you know i know i'm i'm intelligent Mm -hmm. i know it's in there but yeah there's sometimes that you're just not gonna get that five i totally appreciate that because i feel like especially in our school we tend to like beat ourselves up a lot (laughs) i don't know why but like i mean we're all traumatized like i feel not everybody but like i've always seen that in like our like like our, our circle. circle uh-huh yeah because everybody's like oh my god I like couldn't the, go. the, the overachievers and, and we're all like yeah but that exam was totally difficult uh-huh and i feel like we have like to each other like we're like you're intelligent this yeah, like, yeah yeah we go home yeah. and i'm like we hype each i other do up. not get it yeah we hype each other up all the time but i feel like on the inside sometimes like we forget that <laughs> yeah i mean you're so intelligent and so capable and Thanks, everything girl. and then i look at myself and i know i have the capabilities yeah, and i yeah. know i am Same. intelligent but i'm like no you're never gonna get it yeah it happens it happens we should work on that yeah. but i don't know how <laughs> that's what therapy's for <laughs> yeah i feel like that provides <laughs> i feel like that provides the perfect segue into the next topic that we're going to be talking about which is all about like intelligence and being smart because one of my favorite things about mathy is that she's a friend i can always turn to when i need like information like she is so woke she's so up to speed on like global problematics what's happening you know like racial issues and you know like a government like everything like abortion like feminism like all of that you know she's the one to turn to she's so well informed and i need to learn from that <laughs> so first of all like how do you stay informed well first i love information <laughs> We have talked about it. Addicted cool. to control. <laughs> I, I, get, I am addicted to control and I probably should work that out. <laughs> but like information provides me this, I don't know, like this. Like little, a sense. Yeah. The yeah. sense of stability. Yeah. So I love reading and I love, you know, going in the news and seeing like what's happening today in the world. So I feel like that's how we stay informed. Mm-hmm. Is that like not healthy way at all? <laughs> what are your favorite news outlets? 
I love BBC. Me too. I love BBC. BBC is the best. I love how they report it. I love it too. It's like so like digestible. Yeah. Like, you know, the articles I have that's like this conflict explained in 100 words, 500 words and 800 words, like depending on how much you want to learn about it. I love, I love the BBC. Yeah. And, you know, they're one of the like news outlets that gets that we're not all experts and everything. Yeah. Like, they really speak, like, person to person, you know? Yeah. So, I, 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 I do a lot of reading BBC and, uh, I mean, just Google. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's great. Such an inspiration. And so, why do you think that it is so important to stay educated? And how would you, like, encourage it to people? Because I feel like a lot of teens our age just, like, don't really care about it that much and would rather, like, look at memes than stay informed. So, what would you say to those people so that they get on the track of staying informed? I feel like staying informed is important because, it's, you know, planet Earth is where we live and mm -hmm. you usually want to know what is going on. Mm -hmm. So I feel it's important because, you know, you just know what's happening and that's important. I don't <laughs> know why. But it's it's basically just being... Um, it gives me, again, this sense of stability and the sense of, you know, I may not be able to live through it or, like, I don't know, know the conflict in a personal mm -hmm. way, but I do know it's happening and I maybe know ways to help those people that are yeah. going through the conflict or whatever. Yeah, and do you look at it as a way of, like, stepping out of your bubble? Yeah, of course, because, you know, a lot of times we don't get what is going on. Yeah. Like, Here in Colombia, we do have a lot of issues mm -hmm. internally, but... <laughs> issues? <laughs> issues. <laughs> but Así lo querí. <laughs> God! <laughs> uh, but, but, like, those... There's, like, this whole other world out, out there, yeah. and they're, like, even worse issues. Uh-huh. And just knowing about them, it's mm -hmm. so important. Yeah. And I would encourage it, you know, just, it. you don't have to read the whole BBC. You you just have to, you can, like, do, like, the headlines. Yeah, yeah. That's a good place to start. And uh, I was going to say something, but I forgot, like, yeah, like, again, you know, like, I feel like a lot of the time, like, I struggle understanding conflicts that aren't like that don't directly impact me and that's such a privileged thing to say because like i i don't know how people like you know <laughs> he's filming a story <laughs> but like i don't necessarily understand what it's like you know to live in conflicts of other parts of the world and i don't want to like you know like cultural appropriation but the least i can do as a citizen is understand what's happening you know like For inform sure. myself yeah and, and not be ignorant And, like, know about other communities. because uh -huh. not all And how you can help. Yeah, and not all cultures are the same. Yeah. So when you're, you're going be to travel... be open-minded. Uh -huh. There's people who travel and know nothing about... Yeah, you role. need to research before like, you travel. I, I'm like, well, if what if what you're doing is wrong there? Exactly. Yeah, like, I think 
Rosita, our art history teacher, always tells us to like look up the art of a place before you travel to it yeah. because it's such an important part of their culture and how they've developed themselves and you can learn history through that. And you can learn a lot of things, uh-huh. religion, history. And, yeah, exactly. And learn like whenever you're going somewhere, like the big no-nos, like the things that are disrespectful in that culture, sure. even if they seem like normal to you. Like if you're going to another place, the least you can do is live up to their standards. Yeah. Even if you don't agree you, with them. You can like, be respectful Exactly. Totally. I totally agree with that. So what do you do with the knowledge that you gain of all these global problematics? Like, as I said, you may not be directly involved in them. So some people may think like, okay, so like, why, like, why bother learning about them if you can't do anything about it? Because I can educate other people, like I Mm -hmm. can share it and like make everybody and like my social circle be aware of like, there's a problem there and maybe like spread the impact. Yeah, maybe we're not like directly involved in that problem but we can do like smaller changes mm-hmm. in our way of living that mm-hmm. help uh, that problem stopping mm-hmm. for example with like the whole black lives matter thing sometimes we do like jokes and they're racist yeah. and yeah. we don't realize because that's the way we grew up mm-hmm. so i started like really paying attention of what i said yeah you know that's a way of changing and you know just calling out your friends like Mm -hmm. hey that's not okay oh yeah like i feel like there were some like really good arguments i don't know if you remember last year one day we were in a break and we started like discussing like black lives matter and stuff and some girls in the barra were saying like that if you said like racial jokes that was not a form of discrimination and i was like that's a microaggression when it was one day last year like towards the end of the year when we were going back to school we had like a full-on argument oh god yes yeah and it was like around the days that we argued about like veganism as well yeah i I was like because i was like i don't usually eat with you but then Uh yeah yeah, yeah, those days i wasn't yeah yeah yeah. that was big (laughs) okay so great and what does being woke contribute to your day today like how how does it change you how does it set you apart from like maybe the version of yourself that wasn't so educated because some people think that it's pointless so what would you say to them i am more aware of what happens Mm -hmm. in like my like surroundings yeah and i'm also like i have perspective different Mm -hmm. perspectives and i if i'm more aware then i'm more aware that i have to be respectful and yeah. that i have to be careful just a better person honestly I, it makes me a better person <laughs> yeah you guys you should try it out yeah like more delicate and like more smart and like i think it can also give you ways to understand like how to respond to situations and know like what's okay to say what's not okay to say what's offensive what's not offensive and there's also something to be said about the immense knowledge that comes from learning about you know like history and the way like people respond to things and you know conflicts that have happened because even if it's on the macro level of how humans interact it really shows like the minimal small most elemental traits that every human being has and i think it, sure. it lets you understand the world that's why i'm so drawn to like international relations yeah, and sociology and like, what people like what someone knows and what they do with that knowledge like gives so much of them to the world yes it's fine if you know things but it's what you're doing with that information Mm -hmm. i totally love that affects the world you are so right okay so now i just want to like like circle back to what i mentioned at the beginning of the episode about you being just such a light like such a good like such a person 
where you feel so good being around them. I don't know if I worded that properly, but you know, like you're such a memorable friend and I feel like you've impacted my life so much. And I just wanted to learn more about that aspect of you. So firstly, how do you make your friends feel good around you? Like you're always to me like a safe space. I know I can be myself with you. I know that I won't be judged. I just like feel like so happy and calm with you. So how do you do that? I love listening to people and, you know, just mm-hmm. giving them perspective on mm-hmm. problems they have or whatever and just make them feel like listened to. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's something all my friends know. It's that I am super okay and I mm-hmm. actually encourage people to, you know, talk to me. I mm-hmm. can always listen to your problems or what's making you feel good. And I feel like that's also a thing you have to like make the people you love know mm-hmm. that you're not like set the mood yeah and y- like let them know that you're not only there for like the bad stuff but mm-hmm. like you can listen to them rant about how how good a date with their boyfriend was or yeah whatever. yeah i love that i feel like sometimes something that i struggled with a lot was like being able to talk to people about the good things in my life and because i felt like i was bragging or whatever but true friends are ones that are actually going to be excited to listen to that and that will hype you up and get as excited as you are i mean i know i don't have a boyfriend (laughs) i'm super excited for my friends like tomorrow it's valentine's day and (gasps) for all the other clients or all their plans <laughs> i'm super excited for them I'm yeah like, yeah you go girl yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so how do you what do you do to make people feel welcome as i said like when i like when i started entering your life i felt like there were no barriers like you were just super receptive and like you wanted me to be there so how did you like set that tone i always try to like uh treat people with like a lot of kindness harry styles <laughs> i thought of this thing <laughs> but like honestly i always try to be open and you know be respectful and be really kind and you mm-hmm. know let them know that even though we're not friends yet yeah i, I am open to everything i love that i always and you know offering a smile mm-hmm. does wonders so mm-hmm. i will always try to be very polite and mm-hmm. very respectful and be very open because i feel like the way i mean first impressions are everything in this yes. life so if you come off as you know a polite person and you don't have to be shy but like i'm i'm not a shy person per se but I do get like social anxiety mm-hmm. a lot of times. But you don't have to be shy. You just have to be, you know, polite and kind and, you know, let people know that yeah. you're not going to judge them for mm-hmm. the, like the very little mistakes they do. Yeah, personally, I really remember how people make me feel in those stages, like pre friendship, yeah. you know, like how the first interactions are, how they make me feel, you know, like. You know, I feel like that is really important and it really shows you like a trailer of if you do become better friends, what it's going to look like. So I definitely agree. First impressions are so important. Yes. And lastly, how are you such a light? You are like a glimmer of hope in society. We've discussed like all of my favorite things about you. And I feel like it's always just if I'm having a tough time and I just look at you like it's automatically like encouraging for me because you're just like a testimony of a strong person, a person who has overcome things and i feel like so many things of who you are just make me feel like 
I don't know, like supported and like in a good mood and like fulfilled and calm. So how are you a light? I honestly do not know. <laughs> like, again, I do not know. I just try to stay positive and approachable to everyone. Like, I try to be very welcoming. Mm-hmm. And I guess that makes people feel, well, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I just learned that you just have to, like, a smile does wonders. It, it tricks your brain into mm-hmm. realizing. Even if you have a face mask on. <laughs> Like, it tricks your brain to release endorphins and I don't know what other chemicals. And it actually makes you feel good. And yeah, makes, and more confident. And makes other people feel good. So. And, like, yeah, it definitely, like, a smile is just so powerful for you. Like, it makes you feel better about yourself. And for those around you, they'll feel more comfortable. So I definitely love that. A simple smile is really powerful. Yeah. Okay, Mati, so this interview is wrapping up, and I just wanted to ask you if you have any questions for me. Yes, I do. Like, I feel like you also <laughs> have a lot of projects and you're t- like in your hands. So do you have any tips for like time managing? Yes, I love this question, <laughs> and I never get tired of answering it. I feel like this really depends on the person that you are. But in my case, and it's like so generic, a planner, like I need to have a space to just do brain dumps all the time because I know that if I try to remember everything I need to do, like it's not going to work. And just physically organizing myself is so important. Like if I know that I need to get this done, then being able to set like a date for it, you know, and be like, okay, I'm doing this on Tuesday, I'm doing this on Monday, and just being able to readapt. Like if you didn't get everything done on one day, then it's okay you can do it the next day just like being flexible in that sense but essentially like i'm a one on the enneagram to-do lists are the reason i live (laughs) so i just really love like organizing all of my responsibilities in that form and like checking them off making sure that everything is under control and that i'm constantly like paying attention to the tasks that need to be done and making sure that i'm actively doing things to become the person I want to be, you know, like it's not only doing the homework that you get set from school, like what other interests do you want to pursue and actually slotting out time to do them or else like you're going to ignore them forever. So that's what I would say. I think that's so, so good because I also like I am a planner junkie. I cannot <laughs> live without my We had planner. a phase where we would bullet journal together. Yeah. And I, I couldn't like find a planner that had like the months that I liked. Mm hmm. So I'm basically just doing a bullet journal, but without like all the trackers yeah. and things mm-hmm. because I never do that. That's like bullet journaling is intense. But like I, I can I can plan the month, but then I won't like fill like the trackers, like mm-hmm. have a trackers and things. I won't fill them. Mm-hmm. So uh, my planner basically consists like I have like a page with like the month and then I have like a little calendar where I can like be like important dates and then i have like obviously a space for each day and i just fill those like Mm -hmm. everything i do is in that planner yeah for sure that's the best way to go about things like for the way i am again like the best productivity system is the one that you actually use and i feel like for years this has just been my go-to and it's what feels most efficient like it's it doesn't require too much effort i don't mind about like making it super pretty or anything so i feel like it's what i always come back to because it's just it feels so like second nature yeah and also like i have so many things going on in my life i'll forget half of them if i don't have (laughs) honestly like it's exhausting to keep all of that in your head you need to set it out and like i put like you know i have 
uh, I'm in pre-med, so I have like my primary mm -hmm. classes. Like I have on every month, Tuesday and Thursday, I have like pre-med, and yeah. then on Saturdays I have like extra classes. Class. Oh. And and every day I have like exercise, mm -hmm. so I don't forget it. And when I'm putting like my to-do list, like. Most of the times we have a deadline for the project, but uh -huh. that, that deadline seems so far away. Yeah, you need to get started. So I have to put like little reminder, mm -hmm. like you have this project, and yeah, that helps sure. me like plan myself. Yeah, I love that. Wow, we are so like put together, aren't we? Yes. <laughs> obviously, ob obviously, and always, I try to combine those both words. <laughs> <laughs> so this is one of my favorite segments when I have guests over and it's listening to their recommendations so mati what recommendations did you bring for us today i'm so excited i brought you three podcasts yes i love that tell me all about them now i love listening to podcasts because mm -hmm. i feel like there's like a nice alternative to music and even though yes. i i listen to music all day all time you were listening day. to coldplay on your way here honey yes i saw that <laughs> I, I saw that on spotify <laughs> I have like a Coldplay playlist and I just like Beautiful. put it Beautiful. Because you can play Coldplay and do everything because it's yes. relaxing yeah. and fun at the time. So mm -hmm. it's my one of my go-tos. But like I feel like um, when I'm taking a walk, a podcast is really nice. Mm -hmm. So my three favorites or three of my favorites are the first one is Red Handed Podcast, which is a true crime podcast. And I have already talked a lot about it on our point is. Mm -hmm. But it's great. It's by two British girls, and they just talk about murders and uh, crime. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's great. I love to cry. Awesome. The second one is Armchair Expert by Dax Shepard. Dax Shepard is a comedian and an actor, mm -hmm. and he's actually married to Kristen Bell. Oh, I do know who she is. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, Mola's obsessed with Frozen. You have to know. Who yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, I love the Good Place. So. Oh my god, it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so he's married to her, and he has like this um, interview podcast. So mm -hmm. he interviews a lot of celebrities, and wow. yeah, girl loves celebrities. Uh, yeah, she does. <laughs> <laughs> so it's great, <laughs> and it it's like explicit, so it's nice seeing like people <laughs> swear. <laughs> period and the third one is secret feminist agenda mm -hmm. now this one hasn't applauded applauded since like november last year mm -hmm. but it's great because you know feminism and it's yeah. really nice amazing thank you so much for those recommendations make sure to check them out they will be linked like in the show notes along with everything else mentioned in this episode but mati has some like really interesting podcasts to share All right, guys, thank you so much for listening to this incredible episode with Matilde. It was an honor having you. Thanks for being so open, so transparent and so honest and just sharing everything you need to say, like in the way you do things in such a delicate, like respectful way. And it was such a treat having you on here. Where can my listeners find you? Um, well, first of all, thank <laughs> you for having me. I'm so excited. I had so much fun recording this. It's Aww. definitely different. Uh, from our point of view. Yeah, for sure. And I am super excited you had me for this interview. Yay. Now you're listening can't listen to our podcast. Mm -hmm. It's our point is you can find it like in every streaming platform. Yeah. So describe what our point is for somebody who hasn't heard it. 
We basically choose a con quote unquote controversial topic <laughs> each week and we just talk about it and like break it down and share our opinions on the topic and our stories with the topic and yeah. yeah. Beautiful. You should check it out. It's a great <laughs> podcast. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> Not biased at all. <laughs> <laughs> Now, uh, my Instagram, my personal Instagram is at Matilde. It's M-A-T-I-I-L-D-E-G. It's so simple. I love it. I know. It's like <laughs> <laughs> I love it too. <laughs> And you can find our podcast in at our point is podcast. Yes. Beautiful. You can also contact me by my email, which yeah. is mati.gonzalez2101 at gmail.com. That is M-A-T-I dot <laughs> G-O-N-Z-A-L-E-Z 2101 at gmail.com. You sound like you're giving like a, a coupon code. A yeah, code. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm doing promo for yeah, like, honestly, <laughs> a sponsorship. Yeah, of course, all of these things will be linked down below in the show notes. And, you know, you can contact Matthew to, like, share your thoughts on this episode and, like, what she talked about. Because there, like, so many other conversations can stem from what we discussed today. So, yeah, once again, thank you so much for your time, for coming on here, for taking the time to, like, plan the episode, like, the questions, and for coming all the way here. It was such a treat. I loved it. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye, everybody. Well, that's about it for this episode. I would like to clarify that I am not a specialist. Everything I share is based off of my experience and what I've learned. Don't forget to follow the podcast Instagram at TheASTPodcast. I'm very active on there. It's a visually aesthetic platform built with interactive spaces for us. Please tag me on your stories and send me pics listening with your tea. Also, please rate, review, follow, and subscribe. <laughs> whatever your platform lets you do. It would help me out a lot because reviews are the only way I can start growing, getting recommended to new people and being included in rankings. Plus, I read reviews on here. So if you want to be featured, go on right ahead. Please spread this episode with any friends or family you think will like it. I would love it for you to share your thoughts on this podcast. You can send me a voice message directly through Anchor or through my email podcast at gmail.com. You can reach out for business inquiries and set up sponsorships through there as well. Make sure to check out the show notes. There's a bunch of fun stuff listed down there alongside with links to everything I mentioned here today. Remember, you can join me every Thursday for a new episode, including the last one of every month with the guest and an additional bonus monthly Q&A. Thank you for your time and for joining me in my little corner of the internet. I appreciate you. Thanks for tuning in. Have a beautiful week and a wonderful existence.